What's going on, Gorehounds? And welcome to another fantastic episode of the Goremore Podcast. I'm your not-so-mean fluff mess stream, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in as always. However, I do not bring this shit show in alone. And I apologize, but I'm looking like a straight fucking angel at you this point. You are oh, yes. like, The sun coming in from behind me and this weird, like, foggiest mixture going on in this. I don't know what's going on, dude. Somebody like, cue the Halo theme song. Look at this. Like, yeah, right? Like, if I could block it right here. I need proper blocking. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we have the goat host with the ghost, Lord Scuba Cabra, the Duke of the Dead, Mr. Steve Vasquez. I'm back, bitches. And that beloved Meat Mountain, that killing machine, Mr. Bobby Amone. Hello, little dolls. And uh, unfortunately, we were missing our beloved Chad Daddy today. He's not feeling so well. His throat's hurting a little bit, and he's kind of losing his voice. And obviously, well, we need that fucker to talk, and he can't do that. But we're feeling a little light, so we need to fucking even this shit out, bro. We can't have three. And so we're going to bring in our beloved Mr. Brody. Oh, shit. Oh, 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 today. I told you guys there was a surprise shit. today. I held that shit. I am you so sad Chad Daddy wow. is not here. Wow. I hope he cops into the chat. Welcome, Brody. Howdy, fucking duty there, gentlemen. Thank you for oh. having me today. Oh, this is a God. treat. Yeah. This is a treat. I haven't streamed with this motherfucker in a hot minute, dude. This feels good. This feels right. It's, it's been fucking way too long. It's been. It's good to be back with the lads. So I am yeah. fucking roaring to go for this episode. Better not swear too much, I suppose. I'll probably get, get us kicked off Facebook. Yeah, so. No, yeah. not by, by no. Dude, I, you know, I got to even do even proper. The beloved doppelganger kangabanga that's saucy aussie <laughs> mr brody kane everybody i am it, this is a treat man we never know, get like, him yeah, fucking live i'm so fucking dude. happy like right boys had no idea brody asked me this what two days ago i think yeah yeah well originally because we we're gonna do night of the scarecrow i'd spoken to chad um about it and he's like you should come on for that and then we sort of totally forgot all about it and i was like hmm i wonder if i should jump on this episode of uh Oh, considering it's my pick this week so yeah i thought i'd hit old johnny boy up and try and surprise the lads but it's a shame that uh old mr chad daddy's not in the not in the stream today so i hope you're feeling better chad get better soon mate hell yeah, hell yeah. i feel like i need to be proper because brody's here like i feel like i need to be like <laughs> on yeah, i feel like i'm about like... to be a big old cunt up in here <laughs> yeah <laughs> see that's what you need to be. He's about to read the room and just fucking yeah. go with it, dude. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, now that we're we got our four set and we're evened out like we should be. Today is March twentieth, two thousand twenty-three, and while we have a tickly, tickly episode today, <laughs> just come with a little like cringy, makes me hurt. Tickle your balls. My 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 inner child weeps uh we're talking <laughs> 1987's dolls but before we discuss that we need to discuss what the fuck we have done so steve if you could please <clears throat> i gotta see if i can hit this you can go ladies ahead. and gentlemen it is now time for your slice of life Fuck, getting a little yeah dude a little uh. if that doesn't cause laryngitis i don't know what can <laughs> so you know what i'm sorry to do this bob i'm gonna switch you around over here because we oh, don't man. ever get Brody here. I know it's okay. So, Brody, how the fuck have you been, man? We only get to talk to you in the chat, or at least everybody gets to see you in chat. But like, how the fuck you been, man? What the hell you been up to? Um, yeah, no, nah, not entirely much, mate. Um, 
I think the last time I actually spoke to you on uh, a podcast was when I was living in Western Australia. So since then, I've moved back to the east side of Australia. I'm living in Victoria, my hometown at the moment. Um, yeah. So yeah, just back working with the old man, giving him a bit of a hand painting, slapping on some paint and, you know, it's not the best, but it definitely pays the bills. So. Hey man, um, what's all about? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but other than that, no, just um, been buying a shit ton of Blu-rays, just wasting mm-hmm. all that money. Um, obviously, yeah, what I sent in the group chat the other day, I bought Puppet Master 3, uh, Jacob's Ladder and The Beast Within, which I'm super excited to see. I've never seen that film before. Um, there was a transformation scene in it that just really sold me on it. And I was like, oh, I definitely have to have it. And, oh, and the fact that it was like um, an Australian director as well, I was like, well, that's it you know, that's a given, you know, I'm going to be a little bit biased about that and get it. Um, but yeah, no, other than that, just, um, been working flat out, trying to save money, two steps forward, four steps back as always. Um, <laughs> that's pod boss. He didn't change his name. Yeah. I was gonna say, I knew as soon as I heard that whoop, I was like, Oh, what's up boss, man. I hope he likes the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll have to buy him that. Uh, so yeah, other than that, um, yeah, nothing else much. Just trying to keep creative. Um, I finally had today off, so it was a good opportunity for me to jump on today. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just very happy you that kind man. Like that was when you threw me that curveball the other day. I was like, when you were at, like, yo, man, would you think the guys would mind? I'm like, why are you even fucking no, asking that? No, no, God, no, please. You're just like, yo, bro, I'm free. Let me in. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even if it's all of us fucking any time, man. Fuck yo, man, this thing can it. hold up to 10 heads. Yeah. So we good. We can make it work. <laughs> okay. Party, party up in here. I like it indeed. Oh, actually, a really interesting, just a really quick thing. I had a conversation with this uh, practical effects designer, Tom Devlin. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, works on a lot of these type of films, like Full Moon and that. And he was selling on Instagram like a, a screen used blade puppet from the Puppet Master series. Really? Uh, and I was like, I need this, but at the same time, I need my money as well. So <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh, it was so hard because. Um, I hit TJ up, the boss man himself, shout out to the boss man. And, um, and I'm like, dude, what would you do if you're in my situation? And thank fuck he sort of guided me because I would have easily spent all this money on it. And he's like, dude, have you seen the movie? And I'm like, no. And he goes, so you might not even like the movie, but it's the fact that you own a screen used blade puppet. And I was like, ah, yeah. So what do you fucking do? What would you do? Yeah. I would, I mean, dude, I'm not going to, i barely buy shit that i like so like i would really <laughs> yeah. have to be into it like i'd probably oh, be in boss man's turn for that one but absolutely yeah i thank thank god he guided me in that direction otherwise i'd be like a couple of thousand down oh i was almost gonna ask you i was like how bad would it have been but oh it, it was it was pretty damaging um and like, if you really want to see it, you can go on YouTube and look at it. There's videos of it in his like haunted museum that he's got there. And I think it's in Hollywood somewhere or Vegas. Where, but yeah. Where? Um, yeah. But if it was torch from like puppet master two, I'd, yeah, I'd probably just blow like 20 grand easy on that shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. If I had that, that, that's a really good question though. Like what, what would it take? And how much would you spend on a movie prop? Like what would the movie prop have to be? Oh. And what would, you, what would be the, you know what I mean? Like, 
It'd be tough. Yeah, it, oh, it was a tough one. Like, yeah, and TJ, yeah, you're right. Not torch, not even a question. Hands down, bang, gone. All me money deceased. Rest <laughs> in peace, bank account. So other than that, guys, I won't bore you too much, but yeah, um, yeah, who who do I go to next here? You can go to the Meat Mountain. Oh. I might go down to the the uh, Mr. Bobby Amoni. How you been, mate? Okay, well, uh, I actually this weekend was also at another con in Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, sure. I, oh, nice. Where I was caught, that at? It was in uh, Gettysburg. My fucking internet is just starting to die. Yeah, you just hit yellow as yeah. soon as it was tagged in. Go to, go to Steve. <laughs> when mine comes back, I'll do it. Go to Steve. All right. Mr. Vasquez. Well, I was on vacation all last week, which is one of the great things of working for the school district is you get vacation when the kids get vacation. So I was on spring break. Um, went to go visit my mom, which is why I tried to be here last week. I thought I had all the kinks worked out because usually when I go see her, something always happens and I'm not able to be here. But I took my tablet, took my hotspot, ready to go. And yeah, none of the shit fucking worked. So I was mm -hmm. on for as much as I could be on for like the first like two minutes. And um, but just spent some time with my mom and then hung out here at home with the girlfriend and worked. And for the first time ever, and I don't know if it's just I'm becoming an adult, a responsible adult, or what the fuck is going on. I did not get shit-faced wasted on St. Patty's Day. I was a little disappointed in myself, but I was glad I didn't wake up with a hangover the next day. Um, we continued the, it's like a two-day celebration that we do at the bar. Every St. Patty's Day, we have like double party. And um, we... Uh, it was going good on Saturday, going good on Saturday. My kid had to work at the bar Saturday during the day. And he just, he texts me, dad, somebody shit themselves at the bar. And I'm like, <laughs> what? He's all, someone shit themselves. And I'm like, what do you fucking mean? Like, he's like, somebody was sitting at the bar. A turd rolled down their pant leg. No, it was diarrhea. Oh, it was diarrhea. So, oh, I, I love the fucking throwing. <laughs> dude. So, so I was told that the dude, it, like it rolled down his leg. He got up from the bar stool, stepped in it, almost fell, walked outside, <laughs> dripping like a shit. banana peel? Yes. Dripping shit all on the carpet as he walked outside, then tried to go back inside the fucking bar to finish his beer. And <laughs> and they were acting like he didn't shit Fuck himself. Off, dude. Yeah. And so oh. they were like, they were like, no, bro, like you gotta go. Like you cannot fucking be cleared out the entire fucking bar, ruined the the second day of the celebration because nobody wanted to go to the bar where the guy just fucking shit himself. So yeah, right. fucked everybody, fucking oh. fucked everybody thought? over. I was I didn't have to go to I didn't have to go to work until like 8 30 that night. So this happened to probably around you know four o'clock. So I they, they get the cleaning lady out there to clean the bar. Damien comes home from break because he's working a double that day. We live right down the street from the bar. It's literally like a minute away. And he's like, you can still smell it, Dad. You can still smell it. And I'm like, God Ugh. damn it. And that's one thing. Like, I don't do doo-doo smell and I don't do throw up. I cannot. I can't. So I get to Which work. worse? For me? Yeah. Doo-doo smells worse. I think I agree, honestly. I, I how, how are you going to go when the baby comes? Okay, so Ooh. that's different. Like, with the baby, that's completely different Yeah, for the most part. But, like, adult doo-doo smell, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't fucking do it. Yeah. yeah. And so, 
I get to the bar and I'm like, fuck, man, is this is the bar going to smell like shit? I walk in and <laughs> honestly, it didn't. OK, it did not But when I got to my DJ booth, I guess it was just like a psychological thing. I was like, I can fucking smell it. I'm getting whiffs of the dude. <laughs> It just ruined my entire fucking night. I was literally in a shitty mood all fucking night because, some dude <laughs> because somebody shit in the shit bar. in the fucking bar. Yeah. So it would have been like following Pac-Man around. It would have been these little truckets of shit. Yes. Walking yes. around the bar. Yeah. Oh, good so then yesterday, <laughs> the girlfriend and I took a day trip to San Antonio. We had we had to go pick up her boys. Uh, they, they spent uh, spring break with their dad. So we had to go pick up her sons. And we stopped off at this giant flea market they have called Trader's Village. And I got some really cool shit. And if you guys give me two seconds, I will show everybody the coolest thing I fucking got. So talk amongst yourselves. I'll be You right know back. what? Do that. Go ahead. Because uh, I know he's probably not going to talk about it, but I will. But he also was deep throwing some big old fucking corn dogs at that place. <laughs> yes, he was. I saw the pictures. <laughs> well, Steve, apparently... Steve likes all the fixings on his corn dogs. What? Oh, the yeah, I, yeah, that, that was so is cool to see. All right, for you audio listeners wondering what the fuck we're gaping about right now, <laughs> that is, uh, oh, what is that? The Batman who laughs, I yes, believe, is yes. the appropriate name. So, yes, thank you, that's, that's badass. That, that is fucking fantastic. I cannot wait for him to tell us how much he actually spent on that. Well, he said he said he sent it in the chat, so I'm just gonna let him I must have missed it. Oh no, he sent it. All right, Steve, how so, much? 160 bucks for everything that I bought. That's total. yeah, that's not for bad. everything for everything that I got told was a holy fuck. Bucks. So I got that big son of a bitch and Ooh, oh yeah, that's yes. oh nice dude. Oh the, oh that's they awesome. did repaint. That's a little too green. It is, is very, very green. green. Yeah, they so, did. Is it neon? Is it so, uh, black light? No, it's not. But oh. this is a cheap Mexican knockoff. It's a recast, which is fine. Oh like, yeah. But <laughs> the mask comes off. Like it's not a. It's not a horrible, like shitty looking one. So I got hey, this bad boy too. And you can always repaint that shit, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I, I set him there with all my other 18-inch figures, and he fits perfect. So, yeah, that nice. was my weekend. What about you, Bobby? Okay, now that my internet is working, I was at Creature Feature in Gettysburg uh, this weekend. Uh, we were at, I went with a couple of friends of mine. We were actually there mainly to meet Doug Jones, which I did. You want a sweetheart of a man. Like, he, he was so nice and very gracious with everybody. I got a picture of him. Uh, as Billy signed, but one of my favorite things nice, that I picked dude. up, it was the only thing I picked up as everybody knows, I'm a huge Terminator fan. Does anybody know if they could tell me what this is? If you could see it, I see T2, T2 special edition. So this is the 1993 laser disc edition of Terminator two, three laser discs. It's got the regular movie and it also has the extended. It's nice. got, Every bonus feature that you could probably find on half the DVDs now and never been played. This is still the original shrink wrap, but like opened, but nothing, everything's brand new. Guess how much I paid? I'll let you guess. Under two? Mm-hmm. Under one. Oh, yeah. Oh. $69. Nope. 40 bucks. Yep. <laughs> Fuck Holy off. Shit. 40 bucks? 40 well, bucks? And, and and the top of it it's is an like eighth. 
the the top of it is, <laughs> the, the top of it is real leather too like it's actual Decent. leather and then you here i'll show you what though my favorite part of it is is the image of arnold is like oh. perfect oh dude that's insane <laughs> but that's well, well my buddy he he always has some shit and i'm looking through and i said oh shit terminator 2 he says he had it for 50 bucks he's like if you got 40 bucks cash i'll give it to you and i just went here you go and he's like no oh shit, shit I, I didn't realize that was gonna be uh happening and i'm like neither did i but here we are <laughs> right dude like that's not even like a th- that's one of those ones where it's like yeah i don't have to think about that that's just gonna happen and that is true last time tj was at a con we were laser disc hunting well my buddy now is gonna start carrying him tj so we'll have to do the gettysburg one again and go take a look because he's gonna get more but i also got a few dvds in today uh from shout factory i got dead silence Ooh. and the exorcist 3 god damn nice. and they came with the posters and everything beware the stare of mary shaw thank you that's mr bowser thank that's you one indeed of, one of my favorite favorite movies ever is exorcist 3 absolutely two good pickups there bobby i will fucking admit that exorcist 3 is super highly fucking underrated oh yes i, I stand by to I, watch it dude and i need to watch it yes you need to i will honestly Do argue i have to watch the second better. one no the second one put it this way the first movie and the third movie are the sequels the second one what is we don't talk about that yeah that's dog shit yes no it's 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 horrible but it's, it's like, bad but like no. it, I don't have to watch it to no, understand you don't. anything. Okay. No, you need to you uh, need to watch the first one and three. Yeah, yeah. Like that well, first that one's thing. happened. Obviously, that's always the checklist. Yeah. Okay. So, but um, so yeah, I did that Sunday. I was hanging out with my girlfriend, chilled out with her family. We had lunch, uh, breakfast and dinner and everything, and then we actually got to watch this movie, which we're excited to talk about because we had a fun ride watching it. But we're gonna save that until this guy above me tells us about his. Hell yeah, dude! All that good stuff. So uh, let's see. I had a little fun this weekend. I tortured myself a little bit this weekend. It was a whole fucking good shebang. You know what I mean? Uh, I enjoyed myself because even before Brody's presence, when he said he was going to be here, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch 2021's Mortal Kombat because I'm on to see Brody anyways. (laughs) (laughs) And so I watched that while playing fucking MK11 on my Switch the whole time, and that just felt really good. And then... um, we were supposed to do a double date on Saturday night with a couple, and we were going to go see Scream 6, which I was like, ah, whatever, mm. I guess. Um, Honest opinion. So, well, here's the thing. I didn't, I haven't watched a Scream since Scream 2, and Scream 2 was fucking garbage, in my opinion. Uh, looking at you, lunch singing scene. But... I was like, do I have to really fucking watch all these to understand this shit? And then so I was talking to a buddy and he's like, dude, just watch five, watch five, and then you'll be set up for six. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I put myself through five on Friday night. <sighs> I don't get this series. <laughs> I know. I hate it, dude. I don't care. And then so then I watched six. Six was better, in my opinion. Um, it's still like, I don't know, man. I could go on a whole like 20 minute rant right now and I really don't want to break up that <laughs> amount of time. But like needless to say, dude, like, okay, it, it it's cooler that like the weapon selection's starting to broaden a set a scotch. And I feel like that's one thing Scream needs to do. Like you can only watch so many people get 
excessively stabbed with a buck knife, dude. Like, yeah. Mm. And then half of them fucking survive all the time. So what the fuck is the point? Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay. Like I came to see some crazy over the top fucking kills, dude. That is just makes me like question, like why the fuck I'm even watching this. And I don't get that with scream. Not to mention, I hate the fucking overly convoluted monologues at the end. I know it's the whole staple of the thing, but fuck dude, it pisses me off and annoys me to no fucking (laughs) ass. And thirdly, as a cosplayer, I'll say I fucking hate Ghostface. You know why I hate Ghostface? Because it's such a simple fucking costume that there's nothing to it. And no matter what level of detail you buy or level of good shit, it all looks like you walked out of a Dollar General for 20 bucks. Hey, I almost, almost, on that note, all I'm going to say is, yeah, Mania was filled with it. Oh, I know it was, dude. It's the new Harley Quinn, bro. Absolutely. And, and I, I also, just on my little rant, I will never understand the... um the love affair with Ghostface. I never will. I, yeah, dude. I, okay, so like six was definitely six brought some more gore. The, okay, okay. I'll give you good points. Cold open, awesome. Really enjoyed that. Uh, bodega scene that you get in the trailer, uh, possibly the best scene in the movie. It sucks that they give you in the trailer, but they knew exactly what to give you to draw you in. And then. Uh, like I said, the gore. I guess like the. Gore. I liked I like the scene where she does what she does and then starts cutting that fucking dude. The way she was slicing him. You know I don't like Scream, dude, because a lot of it it says it's like it sticks in the realism and shit like that, but then it always reveals that it's some ninety pound fucking little like scrawny girl, and I'm like, what? How are they fighting? How are how is that person? I don't care how psychotic they are. How is that person fighting people? that like half of these people have been through this shit before. So they're going to fucking know how to tussle. No, dude, fuck this whole series. Like I said, I don't want to go out of this whole, I could kill this whole podcast just (laughs) bitching about it. Well, we could too. We could totally scrap dolls and be like, let's talk about it. I'll give kudos to where kudos is, man. If it keeps the horror genre going and people going to theaters and shit, that's why I will say I support it for that reason. But I'll never like it, dude. I just I I try to like it. I try to understand it. It just doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you don't give a shit about for like you. <laughs> I listen. The only thing I'll say about with Gallo and like I'll give the only thing cool about Ghostface are the variants, and that's yeah, nothing that's to do yeah. with the fucking movie. It's video games and it's people's like own concepts and shit like that. And they're all way cooler than OG Ghostface. So I want the stab movies. Yeah. We, yeah. Thank you. I would take those in a fucking heartbeat, bro. <laughs> Give me that shit. Give me flamethrowers and in space and fucking like thrones. Yeah, dude. All the way. Anyways. Yeah. So watch that, dude. And then I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then I watched this movie. So which was great because I haven't watched this movie in probably 15 fucking years. And yeah, I'm ready to talk about it fucking now. Let's and do it. that is 1987's Dolls, which is Brody's pick. Brody, you got the show notes, buddy? I do actually. Yep. I've got them up right now. You want to give us that sweet plot rundown? Absolutely. So, a is that precocious? Fuck me. I've already fucked it. It is up. precocious. No, you're, right. you're on point, dude. Rodeo. So we got a pre- a pre- got- Chad Daddy had to throw in a fucking five dollar word right into me. Fuck you, Chad. <laughs> I just pulled a bobby. Uh, Thank you. A precocious girl, her nasty parents, 
two punk rock losers and a weak need salesman inadvertently become the guests of two ghoulish senior citizens in their dark haunted mansion. The old couple make and collect dolls that when not sitting still like good little mannequins creep around in the night, offing the guests one by one. You may laugh at first, but if they turn on you, you'll regret it for the rest of your short life. Yeah. Keep going, buddy. All the way down to star. Sorry, I just had to laugh at TJ's no, comment. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taking it in. Yeah, well played, sir. Um, so directed by Stuart Gordon, who did Reanimator and Dagon. Written by Ed Nahar, who also did Troll Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Produced by Brian Usner from Beyond and the great, the old school, The Giver, one oh, of the yeah. classics. So I got to say before we kick this off to Bob, I actually started watching Troll the other day Ooh. because of our uh, friends rants at the Black Lodge, dude. They posted a meme and I've never seen Troll. And no, I didn't realize I the main either. character of Troll Harry Potter. fucking Harry Potter. Harry Potter, bro. And it's Harry all about wizards Potter. and fucking yes. trolls. And I'm like, wait a minute. What the yep. fuck? I feel like I've been lied to my whole life. <laughs> and that shit came on right after Dolls. And I was like, I'm going to start watching this. I probably got about a half hour into it, dude. I'm going to continue it. But Wait, is this the new one or the old one? The old so i didn't know they even remade it but no this is the old one 1986 troll dude oh yeah yeah with sunny fucking bono well it's funny because oh yeah i'll get into the additional information later but that was filming at the same time as this like literally on two different sound stages troll oh, nice. and dolls so yeah sorry hell yeah all right bobby all Give right sweet run that cast all right let me say a prayer fuck this <laughs> shit up somehow <laughs> starring Ian Patrick Williams, Terrorvision, Robot Jocks as David Bauer. Fuck Carolyn Purdy Gordon, Miss Purdy. Uh, Reanimator from Beyond as Rosemary Bauer, cunt. Uh, Carrie Lorraine, Poltergeist 2, The Other Side as Judy Bauer. Huh, I gotta go back and watch that. Uh, Guy Rolf, The Bride, Puppet Master 3, Toulon's Revenge as Gabriel Hartwick. Hillary Mason, Meridian, R Robot Jocks as Hillary Hartwick, Bunt Bunty Bailey, Spellcaster, aha, took me, took take on me video. I got, <laughs> I got, I but as uh, Isabel Prange, Cassie Stewart, Amadeus, Around the World in 80 Days as Eden, and Stephen Lee, War Games, La Bamba as Ralph Morris. Steve? That's where I knew him from. That was a great movie. Yeah. All right. Music by Fuzzby Morse, Ghoulies 2, Dark Angel, The Ascent. Cinematography by Mac Alberg, Innocent Blood, Beverly Hills Cop 3. Edited by Lee Percy, Reanimator and Troll. Effects and makeup by John Carl Buchler, Eliminators, The Dungeon Master. Distributed by Empire Pictures, runtime of 77 minutes, MPAA rating R, budget 2 million, gross 3.5 million. Let's talk about it. All first right. Watch, first watch for me. This is a first. First watch. That's wow. awesome. This, so I put, me and my girlfriend put it on last night, and we're literally sitting there looking at each other like, this is weird. But we love this. Yeah. Like that, that would like it, yeah, it was it was a good kooky. Like it was a good kooky movie that we enjoyed so much. This was uh this was uh DKB's pick. So thanks for that. Absolutely. Thank you, that buddy. Let me ask you, why'd you want to throw this one on there? 
I think at the moment when you actually sent me um, or when Chad was like, you know, pick your films for this season, I think I might have actually been watching Dolls at the time and I was like, you know what, I might actually chuck this on the list because not only is it like a short run time, but it, it, it's it's a nice, short, neat little package. I think it's enjoyable from start to finish. Um, I love how it works really well with the run time. Like this film could have been drawn out so much further with long, boring shots, but they oh my quickly God. paced yes. it, which was so much like the editing in this was fantastic to how they were able to cut that down and minimize it to, to make it and get to the point. Um and I've always been a fan of like Charles, that Charles Band era. So um, to see him like team, team up with like Brian Usner and Stuart Gordon, who is another favorite of ours, um, you know, Reanimator, et cetera. Um, it, it definitely makes this film better for me. Um, uh, I, I just love the whole idea and the premise behind this, um, how these dolls were actually once like people and stuff and how they're able to really work with it. And um, also, I, I like how that Charles Band actually had the poster made and then they just sort of based this premise and idea around the poster. Like there was no story for it at all. Really? Um, and then, they were, yeah, so they actually, so Charles Band actually released the poster and gave it to like someone and then they went off and wrote this script based around that. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I love everything about it. It's got what I want in a horror movie. It's got that gothic aesthetic about it, the haunted house vibes with body horror. It's cool. I'm so glad you mentioned the gothic aesthetic because that's one thing I definitely wanted to talk about because I love, not only on the house, but just our main, like, owners like how yeah, they're the dressed old people. Yes. You know, like, I'm just, yeah. like i even said that to the wife like in the first five minutes we meet i'm like man i'm not gonna lie i'm like can we dress like this when we're older because i'm really kind of <laughs> yeah and, like yeah i'm cool with being eccentric and fucking weird man and like <laughs> like you the gotta husband, do witchcraft though yes i'm fine with that dude <laughs> but like the husband was so like i don't know he's he seemed like just cool i don't know why the wife was a little weird, but at the same time, I'm looking at them like they're fucking happy. Like, and they're about to make themselves even happier with what they're about to do. <laughs> so did you guys notice in the first couple of scenes with the old man, his hair kept flipping depending yes. on like the scene when yeah. he first comes in, it looks like his hair, like he just stuck his finger in a light socket, dude. His hair is fucking <laughs> all like, cr- I wish it was like that the whole time. But then as soon as they come in from the doorway, it's nice and like combed over. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why has he got this Mr. Rogers hair going on right now? And then like all of a sudden, yeah, like it kicks to a different scene and it's like that again. And then it goes back and I was like, I don't know what's going on here, dude, but I'm digging it. (laughs) (laughs) But this movie, like, oh my God, like the characters are really easy. Obviously, all the other characters besides the two that you are supposed to actually like. They mark them perfectly as. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, everybody, everybody's a douche in here except for our four like main characters. Yeah, yes. our, our little girl uh, was Ralph. Ralph, and yeah. then obviously, yeah. I even the even the the toy maker and his wife, like they're who we find they, out are a fucking witch and a warlock at the end of yeah. This. Like they're still not as horrible as the fucking no. stepmom and the piece of shit dad. No, uh, they, no like. Th- they obviously set up a trap where everybody like fucking barrels their car in and shit as we see right at the, which I love the end credits of that. It's just them peeling out and then up oh, here we go again. I was <laughs> like, you know something cool. It honestly feels like they're literally doing a lot of people a favor with what they're doing. 
Yeah, well, if, if it's all taking that trap, yeah. it's, it's vigilante justice. That's all they're doing is vigilante yeah. justice. Done in, in a not so vigilante way, but yeah. in, in a nice quiet way. And you know, this movie could have easily been an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark with or just Twilight small Zone. edits. You know what I mean? They, it... Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, one of the parts that always still get me, even though, like, you know, it's stop motion and shit, so whatever, but if you still just thought about it, if that was happening, is when they're like, saw on that chick's ankle dude yeah, oh, yeah. like oh, instantaneously fast i'm like what the fuck man this shit's getting like torture porn shit like real quick yeah <laughs> it was justified though because she was an absolute bitch oh bro you um, can say man she was a cunt like that that's oh, yeah, yeah she was a cunt <laughs> well I'm, I'm glad you said that not no. me um but do you know what i actually really also appreciate about it is the fact that it's a little bit of a twist on the good versus bad they're actually yeah. anti-heroes of the story and i like how they're able to use that in this like yeah you, like you actually sympathize with the villains or like well they're not even villains the real villains is the mum and dad and these other guests that stay there other than ralph and i like how they're able to sort of play that and make you really hate those fucking characters so when oh. you see pitch's ankle getting like hacked at yeah oh, dude it's so just oh, so good that whole scene used to terrify me as a child yeah man. like oh, when yeah. she when you see that shit under the bed and then she, as soon as she, I'm like, oh nope nope that was just <laughs> this movie had me terrified of fucking porcelain dolls for I don't know how long. I would go to my aunt's house and I would not want to go to my cousin's room because she had fucking room full of porcelain dolls. And this movie is what fucking gave me that phobia. Now it's cool. But as a kid, those motherfuckers were alive. Bro, I know they were alive. My mom too. My aunts, my great aunts and shit. Oh, fucking hated it, dude. Uh, I was the only one probably then. No, did not have that. No, no. I no. mean, I had this motherfucker, which he never bothered me, but he freaked everybody else out, dude. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have three. I have three porcelain dolls in my haunted cabinet. I was gonna get them out, but it's I just left them in there. But there are three of them in there, right there. Nice, I, dude. I know for the father, like at first when I thought when he was douchey, I'm like, I have a feeling he's gonna have like a little redemption at some point. Well, yeah, like, and I was hoping for that too, because yeah. maybe you know. Granted, I had already seen it before, but for somebody who doesn't watch it, you think, you know, maybe he's just being a cunt because his wife's he's trying to impress his wife. You know, he wants to yeah. keep his wife happy. So, you yeah. know, he's kind of being a dick to his daughter, but he's going to he'll redeem himself. Yeah. Fuck that motherfucker. No. Yeah. That dude, I think is worse than she is, man. I, well, think, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that was his that, yeah. like, that's, that's her blood daughter. Right. He is a Karen. He's a fucking Karen to his own daughter. <laughs> no, dude. And I, Karen, I don't know. Like he was about to backhand his fucking. That's true. He was. Like, yeah. What the fuck, bro? The fuck like, thing about that is too, like subconsciously deep down inside Judy's mind in that opening scene, she's able to daydream a teddy bear oh, yeah. coming to life yeah, and really tearing her, her yeah. parents apart. Yeah. You know, that's definitely paid a played a huge part on her mental. I did not even think that was a daydream. I thought that was happening, and she's just like letting it happen. Like, okay. And I would have been okay with that being the yeah. fucking opening oh. to the movie too. Like that would have been such a great fucking opening. And then she's like, "Oh, Teddy!" Like oh, it's just Teddy. one big joke. And Teddy's you know? like, mm. <laughs> "Right? I did you a favor?" I. So the doll, I, I like the and so the dolls weren't all the same style China dolls too. Like no. obviously we got Mister Punch, and there was just a couple other weird. So like the toy soldiers. Yeah, like that begs the question. So, like, okay, like he's putting people in all of these. Like, how does the 
I mean, it's witchcraft, so maybe there's like, you know, don't have to think too hard to do it. I actually had a question that sort of tries to discuss this. And it was like, when the lady was pushing the pram around with the doll in it, do you actually think potentially that's her real kid inside that doll? Like, say, for instance, there's like, the kid died and they could only save their child by transcending the spirit into that doll potentially maybe and mm-hmm. then because if we go back and look at mr punch in the film and when right. mr punch gets smashed by the dickhead dad there is no skeletal system underneath it yeah. just, oh yeah nothing. that's right that yeah is, oh. it, it, so is he a spirit and they're able to conjure spirits into the dolls as well as turn people into them like May, i physically. think it would be i think it's probably they could turn maybe good ones into spirits and maybe the bad ones are the ugly skeletons because they're ugly people Ooh. Yeah, maybe it's like a reflection yeah. of well, yeah. Like, I mean, and maybe it could be too like um like if the dolls accidentally killed somebody that wasn't a shitty person, they still brought them back to life in yeah. the form of a doll, but they're the yeah. spirit form instead of the full body being yeah. shrunken down. Well well they were able to uh, actually bring um back because like once once the uh, victims die at the end of the film, they're actually turned back into dolls. So they're already dead, but then they're in the end scene, they're a doll again. So yeah. they he must like be able to bring them back. Bit. Yeah, He's like poltergeist, but instead of the uh, the Jawas, you just got dolls, you know. Well, yeah. uh, Chad says Brody is correct in a way, so I guess we'll have With to the see. Face, I guess we'll find out in behind when us we get to those. Oh shit! Yeah, I you, I have them, uh, and I also sent them to Brody because I figured you know it's his movie and. Uh, so we'll yeah. let him go through those a little bit too um, when we get to him. But with this movie, okay, so the, the transformation scene of the punk girl, how'd you guys feel about that? Because I love the little review. I wish it. we would have got I, yeah. more. And I mean, and you can tell that was highly inspired by the cover. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely dude. Especially the- when she picks up the eye, because there's no other doll that looks like the doll on the cover. So... Yeah. But how awesome is that they actually yeah. did that, though? That yeah. made me very happy. It's almost like when they yeah. just say the name of the movie in the movie. <laughs> yeah. You know something, yeah. though? The the best part I feel for her, I like to reveal, but when they're up in the attic and you just see her in the background, that oh, was the probably... One. Yeah, that was probably the creepiest moment. She looked a little more creepy there than she did up close. Just yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it, it's kind of a um, blinking if you miss it. Like, you really have to... Because it's focused on Ralph. Yeah. yeah, he's lit up very well, and then you see, see the silhouette of her. That with was really the, cool. With but there's the thunder w- flash for sure. Like that's yeah, the- but there's one little shot between Ralph and um, uh, what's the old guy's name? Uh, uh, anyway, the warlock. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That they inserted in this film that's actually really fun, and it's when the warlock basically says to Ralph, "Like, I mean, you're believing a little girl. It's just red paint." Yeah, uh, you can definitely tell that motherfucker's up in the attic working on him. Those dolls in that's yes. him. That's him working on her. Yeah. I love the gaslighting of that gentleman, dude, in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Especially at the end. It's so just like elegant. It, it is it is, but at the same time, it's just like Ralph's like, what? No. And then obviously the Dow talks. He's like, you know what? I'm out. Get the fuck go. out I'm here, not gonna dude. question it. <laughs> And the fact that, like, you know, the daughter's really not that downtrodden because obviously, like, she was already wishing her parents would, those people would die off. So, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Now, question about his fate. Because at first, I really wanted him to get hacked the fuck up by some dolls. 
like just for how much of a dick he is however in retrospect thinking about it especially as a dad how fucked would that be knowing that you're just watching your daughter walk off dude and like that's your last like you know what i mean like you're stuck like that yep is that worse is that worse yeah, than uh, that? I don't know. Like, uh, I think so because forever. Yeah, you and can he's never pissed. Leave. He's pissed off. He can't do anything about it, and he's not going to be the sad type. So, yeah, I don't know. He out. seemed very sad when he said goodbye to his daughter in that last spot. Maybe that was so just my long favorite. short stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I so did not. I don't something that like that must have like yeah something like that i guess could change his mind and then he's like i am a real piece of shit now i'm stuck like this forever and you're stuck with your cunt wife right next to you so have fun <laughs> chad said he-, he wanted to ship her off so he didn't give a shit i don't i feel like he just turned over in that last minute it seemed like there was a little bit of like i think changing into a fucking doll would, would probably would do it. your mind yeah right yeah like which even with oh sorry why? sorry no 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 I was going to say, why was that dude the last guy to come around to believe the Dallas thing when Mr. Paunch literally fucking bit him and then did that back roll? And yeah. Like, did he completely forget about that? I, I would have questioned the shit out of that. Like, what the fuck is that? Dude? Like, how did that? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. Because he I was think the it's, first one attacked, wasn't he? I think it's just because he was just that much of a douche. Like, he's right? just, he's like, just motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you know. Oh, shit for Brian's. Man, and he, Not like, like you almost think he could, you almost think he could start to turn around to be a de- decent dad when he thinks Ralph might be a little bit of a pervert, which I'm not going to lie. Yeah. If my daughter was hanging out with some random strange dude in a hotel, it I wasn't even a hotel. It yeah, was a house in the oh. middle of nowhere. And no, that, we're, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk. We got to go back to the beginning on that because there's a lot of shit that we just totally Ugh. fucking blocked over there. But yeah. for most parents in said situation, wouldn't be letting their daughter go off with no. these random people that no. you no. broke and entered their house nope. to go. No, you're going to stay with me and we're all going to be in this room together. But then again, you got to remember the dad was a douche. The dad was a douche. He was trying to get his dick wet. Yeah. hundred fucking percent. (laughs) Um, And it probably wouldn't have been that good. It's a a fun, silly movie for sure. Um, And it's free on a couple platforms. To be Pluto. To be, not to be. So, yes, what Scoob was talking about, we need to go all the way back to the beginning. This situation clearly, obviously, the switch and warlock, set it up so people do get fucked to have to come to the house so we get that but the fact that these this family is so casual about just trying to break and enter into the house yeah not to mention the way we get ralph and the two punk girls yeah they just walk just in like nothing bust in during busting in the kitchen dude like it's fucking nothing and then go straight for the food that one bitch went straight for the food didn't she ask did. did nothing just go straight for whatever the fuck Stuart yeah they were like some eating. grimy ass people but they still weren't as shitty as the parents dude. yeah you know what no. I mean? <laughs> like, they were they were likable compared to the parents i mean i definitely wanted to wash that girl's face because that unibrow makeup thing was oh my God. not <laughs> doing it for her bro like <laughs> It was uh, the 80s, bro. It was the, the haircut 80s. was the hair was fine, dude. It was just that fucking like flap of fucking orange and yellow right there. Like, why, dude? Bob's she had the Jason Boyhees hockey mask for you. 
stride. Bob stroked the le- Bob looks like Leatherface in that the way he's right. out there. I'm Leatherface. Ah, <laughs> oh, the goddamn internet. But yeah, so we got. Oh, you know what? Here's a question. And I, this is not for. I just was wondering because I asked the wife. Now the family didn't technically break anything to enter. So is that still technically a B and E? No, the door was open. So is it trespassing? Is that what they would get it you would for be at that point? Okay, yeah, it would be trespassing. I was just kind of wondering because but in the state of Texas, you'd still get shot. Yeah, where was this at? Where? Where is England? Place? They're in England? somewhere in England. Yeah. Oh, it had to be. Yeah, everybody's driving on the uh, different side of the road. Uh, which? Take, what the fuck road were they on, dude? It didn't even look like there was a fucking was road. A it was just yeah, that trail, dude. <laughs> Well, yeah, that makes me kind of wonder, like, even the road, well, the road. Shut your mouth, that goes Chad around to That goes around to where they got caught. <laughs> That's a fucking field to begin with. And, yeah, shut up, Chad. That is not true. Mia Goth is a beautiful woman. So, like, which begs the question, like, unless that is maybe that's just roads in English countryside. I mean, I know, like, in Ireland and shit, they're little singular dirt roads and stuff. But, like. Where those girls were just partying on the side of the road, they're literally in a field at that point. Like, yeah, how they did were, they get in, there? in the woods? No, why are like, they there? No. I have so many more questions to the lead up of these people that show up, but that's not what this movie's about, dude. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> oh, man. like, honestly, I'm sad. Like, you could this could almost be what did you say, uh, Scoobs? What was the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, like, honestly, I would want to just continue it. I'd still want it to go to the second person or that person that uh, was in the credits. You'd see them go in and then flash forward. They're another doll. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they did yeah. it out. Yeah. But, oh, man. This is such a fun movie. Thank you for this, bro. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes thank you, bro. Worries. All right. Um, is there anything else you guys want to discuss? Before we uh, jump into some behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, because we don't get a Kaney's cutting in because he's already here. Yeah, I was, I saying, was, we already got Brody I was actually ready to be like, uh, guys, where's Brody's video? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> we don't need it today, buddy. I know. I'm not used to this. That's fair. All right. So I'm going to pull up behind the scenes, Brody, if you want to do that, too. Absolutely. Uh, where are we here? Yeah, absolutely. So this is a shout out to Chad Daddy. He set these all up for us. So thank you, Chad Daddy. I see you in there in the chat. Thank you, Dad. Chad, man. Shout out to Mr. Gallo, by the way, as well. Howdy doody. What up, Joe? Hell yeah. All right. 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 Oh, you want me to kick this bad boy off? Yeah, go right ahead, homie. So this film was shot before Stuart Gordon's next film, From Beyond, 1986, and was shot on the same sets, but released almost a year afterward due to all the dull effects in post-production. Oh, nice, dude. Mm. Cheap. From Beyond's a great fucking movie yes it is. <laughs> underrated oh, yeah. so uh um, oh go ahead bud oh no i was just gonna say uh the next one if you've got yeah. nothing to so yeah the whispering sounds of the dolls were done by a group of Stuart gordon's friends and family including his friends and his wife carolyn purdy gordon that plays the bitch okay so oh. the whispering voices right then and there ralph heard him right from the beginning yep why is he not believing this? Like, I know you don't want to believe the little girl because, like, the whole adult thing, but it's like, bro, you heard him. You fucking heard him. Like, yeah, but it's I one would... of those things where it's like, uh, no, nope, I didn't hear it. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, it's but like... you know you did. You okay, know it's you like, did. It's like when I'm on an investigation 
and I hear something and I'm like, nope, I didn't hear it. I did not fucking hear it. Nope. Bro, imagine if you heard that shit though on investigation. Oh, I'd fucking, I'd, fucking like I'd run. <laughs> little fucking I'd run. Laughing. I'd be gone. I'd be fucking gone. Bro, I'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> See ya. Bro, he'd be like, <laughs> go back in there and call him a cunt. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking would. Fucking hey, dude. Uh, what else we got, Brody? So, guy Rolfi, who um had to bleach his hair white for this film, he wasn't particularly happy when his hair originally came out yellow. No shit. Oh. <laughs> but he looked very distinguished with the white hair, man. He yeah. did. Very, yeah, Absolutely. he did. Huh. That's interesting. I'm surprised. That's crazy that they actually had him dye his fucking hair, dude. <laughs> like, it looks natural. I, yeah, honestly. That would have been shitty, though, man. Just piss ass yellow fucking hair. <laughs> that I'm means he was a brunette. Stains. That means he was a brunette, dude. He had some dark hair. Now I got to see the picture of this guy with his, like, with his regular hair, color. yeah, dude, for <laughs> sure. Well, I think you see him in Puppet Master Three um, as oh, uh, Andre Toulon. So, and he's got like darker hair then. So you get to oh see shit, that. okay, yeah. nice. What so else we got? Fa- so the fashions worn by Enid and Isabel were inspired by Madonna, obviously, who was often f- photographed sporting the same boy toy belt with Cassie Stewart wears in the film. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of figured that was a easy nod to madonna that's my guess but hey you know like i said then everything was working except for this shit right meow right between them <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> yeah fucking hey dude so actresses and model bunty bailey who played isabel is the girl in the norwegian pop group aha's music video take on me in from 1985 this was her feature film debut having previously acted in minor roles for british television no shit. Dude. I love Take On Me, man. That's one of my favorite fucking songs. Even the music video was cool. Way ahead mm-hmm. of its time. But this is a hot take. As much as I do love that song, I actually prefer Real Big Fish's cover of it instead. Yeah. A little bit more my tempo. <laughs> is that on is that on basketball? Fuck yeah, it is, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, Fuck yes. And uh let's go have a beer. And yes, else this, dude. There's, uh, I think they do one other song out of it. Fuck yeah, baseball is such a great movie, dude. <laughs> I really want to watch that now, right? That's so hardcore. Late, like, or was it night? I think it was like '96. Ah, oh, dude. Yes, perfect yeah, mid '90s. I sent a picture in the chat, John. All righty, here we go. Oh, what else we got, Brody? He is a so- handsome man. God damn. Director Stuart Gordon was afraid of porcelain dolls in real life. Huh? Hey, day. It's a collective fucking... hi- collective hive mind, man. Aren't we? Yeah. All? <laughs> yeah. Face your fears, boy. Fucking hey, bro. Ah, oh, dude. I mean, everybody. Like, you're if you are sleeping in a room with those, there's no way when there's not like light reflecting or anything like that it doesn't it's like those posters man like you always feel like the eyes are just following you mm-hmm. man you're just like nope fuck all this shit but what about ralph in bed and he turns over reading a fucking kid's book and he's a clown just staring at him it's like yeah no fuck that clown dude that clown would have been turned around at least and like yo bro we're just gonna face you this way they really <laughs> should have played with that clown and put him in the film and had him like actually attack ralph that would have been even better oh like you think that would be a little too poltergeisty, though, with the clown attacking? Yeah, it could have been a bit of a nod. I mean, like, at least 
bring it back into play, you know, because obviously no one likes fucking scary ass clowns, let, let alone porcelain doll clowns. Imagine no. if like they had it like kicked its face off and it's like a John Wayne Gacy all shrunk down into a clown. <laughs> oh, that would be freaky. So now here's the thing with my, I guess a question for you guys, just, and this might be too much thought into it, but like when we're always facing dolls in movies or things like that, and now obviously these dolls were people, but like what, how much strength do these dolls have? Thank you. Thank you. That's always been my thing with Chucky. Yeah. Like, like, do they still contain their human amount of strength, but just in little doll form? But like with Chucky, He's fluff in the first movie. He doesn't have any of his muscles and stuff yet. Voodoo, so baby. Goddamn Voodoo, strong. baby. That's, that's, that's why I look at this movie as this is witchcraft. They witchcraft get, you know what it is? All the power. Ant-Man explains it all. You shrink down. You keep your fucking same strength. It, that's what I'm. Well, that's why. Okay. So that's why I go with this one only because they were people. So you know what I mean? Like, even though yeah. they got shrunk down, they still like have their like normal people strength. That's why they can like. That's why they could grab that Madonna bitch and fucking slam her against the wall fucking four times. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but really, I want to know, fuck... know how many fucking dolls it took to make that happen. Let's say at least <laughs> two on each side, if not a few more. I would say a total of eight. Yeah? Yeah. Some legs and I'd hands. say use that bitch as a battering ram. Like... <laughs> fuck it. Brody, you were going to say? Oh, sorry. I like oh, just to say what Steve said. Um, I like how they like after they smash her face and and you see her teeth all looking like pianos and shit. It, when it comes to the dolls, you can actually see it looking like fucking fangs. Like yeah, they dude. Worked as a doll, they never even changed. That was a cool little. Nod. And they go for them like yeah, man. Especially when they bite, like a few of them fucking bite these people, man. They take some chunks. Absolutely. Fucking man. What else we got, homie? Uh, so the dolls in the film were created with a combination of puppets, marionettes, and stop-motion animation and animatronics, which we see in some scenes. Hell yeah. Definitely. I know there's a scene where you fucking, where one of the female dolls gets lit on fire, and you can see yeah. the stick it's, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the stop-motion of the faces, though. I, they just yeah, look so creepy. the stop-motion was yeah. so creepy oh. in this, like... It was fucking awesome. It was, it was, and it was very smooth stop motion, like, especially for that time. Like, it just, it worked so good. And even though it wasn't the best stop motion that they probably could have given us, it just made it that much more creepier. Yes. Yep. Yep. I don't know for you guys, but specifically for me, when at least you see that, and maybe that was some more animatronics, but it was the eyeballs in these things because they gave some of these some really veiny, fucking creepy looking eyes, dude. It's like, the, ve- the adding the veins to the eyes, I think, honestly, that's all it was where I'm like, oh, that just doesn't look right at all, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but the cowboy one always freaked me the fuck out the most. Yeah, he was. He was, he was like, just when like, yeah. Like his look was just fucking creepy. Well, this also, this also literally gives you the illusion of when you see dolls, every direction you look at them from, they look like they're looking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Well, actually, no, I'm not because this gentleman made all his own dolls. So I already answered my own question because I was like, man, I feel like if it was just old school dolls, there's no way you wouldn't see like. Uh, what's the old dummy that was the ginger dummy? How like a ventriloquist. What's that? Howdy doody. Howdy doody. Yeah. Like they're, they're probably close to that cowboy, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like you would see need to see a howdy doody somewhere almost in here. It would fit. That motherfucker was creepy too. 
Yeah, he was, dude. <laughs> right. Uh, Brody, man, what else we got behind the scenes here? So actress Carrie Lorraine, who played Judy in the film, only had in a previous film credit before this film, which was Poltergeist 2 from 86. Oh, shit. Despite being introduced in the film's opening credits, she retired from acting after this film, having no interest in pursuing it as a career and instead pursued a career as a criminal defense lawyer. Oh, wow. Good wow. her. God damn. Figure that shit out early. <laughs> <laughs> it's a My Buddy doll, Chad. What's that? Chad was asking about the doll behind you. He said, is it a kid's sister? And I said, no, it's a My Buddy. Nope. This is OG My Buddy, dude. Fucking A, man. This dude's been through a lot. Look at that bowl cut. <laughs> He's right? got that Edgar cut That's going sleek. on. Fucking A, he does, dude. That's sleek. You know what the sad part is, is I had this cut for the longest time in the 80s. <laughs> I think we've all had that, Mr. Fucking right, uh, dude. Uh, you know what the best part is, is like, so I sit this on my couch, right? So yeah. when you come in, the back of the couch faces the door down here. So all you see is this every time. Fuck at that. the edge of the couch and my wife's like, I fucking hate that you do that. Like, <laughs> I know it's so awesome, dude. <laughs> Cause like honestly, man, like just seeing that, you're just yeah. like, the fuck is that, dude? Like, no. Do you have one of them uh, Pittsburgh toilets or whatever the fuck you were talking about the other way? So I not in this house, in my old house, I did. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned that, dude, because like it was seriously after that I saw a video explaining it. And I was like, oh, thank you, fucking Facebook algorithm, for listening to me once. And like <laughs> give me something I need or wanted. And yeah, yeah, it was that video that Steve saw. It was the yeah. same fucking one explaining yeah. it more. But yeah, it was just literally, dude, you'd walk in and I had a, like three steps to go up into the main house. And then it was the basement steps right there, right? And you would go down and then around the basement steps against the back wall, there was literally a fucking porcelain throne on a fucking like one foot block base. Just open in the thing, dude. I remember when I was moving in there before I turned my man cave down there and shit. I was just taking the first deuce down there. I was like, man, I need like an RC car or something, dude. Like, this is cool as fuck, dude. Like, I can just be zipping around. Like, and I eventually just like hung curtains around it to make it like a, a, a prop stall because so many people were just like, bro, I can't use that. That's so weird. I'm like, nah, you're fine. I had some other buddies. They were like, that was the most exhilarating poop I've ever done. I'm like, right, dude? It's kind of like that episode of Scrubs where everybody's pooping on the roof and just getting that super, like, freedom. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's a very, like, my wife hated it, dude. She was just like, I hate using that fucking toilet. I fucking hate it. I feel like I'm going to get murdered every time. Would it, it, would, it, um, would it echo through there if it if it hit the water? Like, or <laughs> I mean, it wasn't it that big of a basement. Oh my God. But it was, um, so here's the bad part. So, like, this was in the city, right? So, where it was, there was a basement window right here. So, it's like, yo, man, if you were in the daytime or even worse, at nighttime and you had lights on down there, like, let's say somebody was walking up to that door, 
oh, bro, there's no way you guys aren't making eye contact through the thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously that's why curtains had to go up. Too, oh, shit. Because nobody needs that. But, no. Yeah, but no, now I have a classy Pittsburgh toilet where it's actually a bathroom with a base. <laughs> or at least a half bath. But <laughs> oh, that's fucking A, dude. Sorry, I had to ask because we don't actually no. get shit like that down, in, down this way. Um, yeah, no, that's awesome. It, dude, it, it was great though, man. Cause like if you're in the garage and you're dirty as shit and you just got to go in and like, you know, you don't want to take your boots off and everything like that to go through the fucking house. Like, yeah, yeah. go down there. You got the wash sink right over there. Good to go. Wasn't as bad so as dude. TJ's story. Like he was telling us if we're like, his was like in the garage where grandma could see him or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> even worse. Chadman, Chad wants to know, do Aussies have basements? Ooh. Um, Honestly, I've only been to one mansion. It was like an old homestead out in the middle of butt fuck nowhere. Um, and it was so it was like had three stories and it actually had an underground basement and it literally went for like oh, it just went like forever. And that's the only one I've ever been in. So I guess you could say more so of the homesteads um than more so like residential areas. Um oh my God. I feel like an Aussie basement would be that spider layer Jesus in Harry Christ, Potter. Yeah. Oh my God. That's pretty much, pretty right. much. Oh. Yeah. No shit. So, yeah. all right. So it's you weird. and Scoobs have the same plight of basementless. Yeah. 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 I mean, it makes well, sense kind of depending on where you're at, but you know, yeah. yeah. You could keep your underground spider layers. Yeah. I love my Wait. basement, dude. I've grown up in basements my whole life, man. Oh yeah. So have I, but. The Aussies can keep the underground spider layer. <laughs> yeah, right. Fucking A. All right, let's go back to back behind the scenes here. Uh, where the hell were we at? So we are up to actor Stephen Lee, who plays Ralph in the film, was encouraged to improvise his com- comical moments. Yeah, kind of worked, I guess. Like, he was yeah. funny, but he wasn't trying to be funny. I think that was... that was. You know what? He that. was just a sweet dude. That's yeah. all that mattered. Yep. Like he was just a sweet boy, and yep. you were like, "God damn it, this mother, this motherfucker better make it." And it's yes, like, but he yeah. has to make it because who's gonna take care of the little girl? You know what I mean? Like somebody's gotta. Yeah, but then there was also a part of me hoping that he wasn't a rock spider like a kitty fiddler. So I was like, oh, "Please, Ralph, just don't." No, I don't think he ever back really gave. Yeah. I don't think he ever personally gave that yeah. vibe by any no. means. No. Yeah. Even the father, even though the father was obviously like, and you know what? In almost that moment, you could maybe be like, you know what? Maybe the father isn't so bad because he's trying to be a little protective of the daughter. Yeah. But he obviously went raging psycho after the thing because he just assumed like Ralph fucking killed his wife and all this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But anyways. So the house was constructed inside a um, of a soundstage at the Italian studio formerly owned by Dino De Laurentiis and inside it seemed like a real two-story house that uh, where cast and crew members could actually walk from room to room uh, outside were remnants of sets and props from other Dino De Laurentiis productions including Barbarella from 1969 yeah. which had inspired some of the dolls to feature in this film nice hmm. wait Barbarella inspired some of the dolls? Apparently. What dolls? I guess it'd be the porcelain. I've never even heard of Barbarella. What? Neither have I. No, I've seen... I can't believe... I've heard of it. I've actually, seen it. See, I've actually seen Barbarella because there was a double feature 
And it was Barbarella and Barbed Wire. And obviously, I wanted to see Barbed Wire when this came out. So, <laughs> but Barbarella was, it was, um, it was like sexy vixens in space, dude. These girls with hot pointed bras and big poofy 60s hair. And they were all stupid hot. And it wasn't, it was, there. I, if I remember right, it was, there was a lot of stuff where it's like that you wouldn't want to be watching it yourself and then have your parents walk in because they're going to question you what the fuck you're watching. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a normal movie, but still you're just like, it's like all the sleaziest parts of Star Trek, but in one movie, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Now I have I to know. watch that. Like, Yes, absolutely. Uh... <clears throat> this is... Oh, sorry. I was reading Chad Daddy's thing. What else we got, Brody? Uh, so we have the addition of Hansel and Gretel, the Judy Reeds belong to the children of director Stuart Gordon and star Car- uh, Carolyn Gordon. They retained it as a memento of the film. Oh, hmm. nice. Nice. So the film originated with the poster image of a doll, which we have already spoken about, and that was basically the pitch for the movie. So writer Ed Nahar was given total creative freedom through producer Brian Usner. Yes. All right. So, yeah, so he was – and then Usner was insistent that the uh, poster art would correlate to the scene. So, yeah, which was fantastic. I'm so happy they did with it. Obviously, it was a different doll, but you know what? It it worked, dude. <laughs> it Absolutely. worked so well. I still love that reveal of that character, though, because I actually rewound it back because I was like, wait a minute. Can you see her in the shop before they actually do the lighting thing? And they you do. Yeah. But like Brody said, you're so focused on Ralph. Yeah. Even though he's still off kilter, you're just more focused because obviously, like, he's better lit and stuff like that. It's just like but, you see this little movement behind him, and it's just like, what the fuck? Oh, honestly, I think it was the light off. It was the lightning bolt, and it was more the eyeballs I noticed. Yeah, in the, like well, yeah. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Kaylee. Yeah. Oh, Kaylee, what's up? What's up, Kaylee? Hello. Hell yeah. Okay. So the most difficult shots in the film uh, to accomplish were of the dolls attacking the characters. As the puppeteer's hands and the strings were visible and hard to hide, the cinematographer and editor found creative ways to hide them, which included drawing on the film reel with magic marker and very clever lighting. No yeah. shit. All right. Yeah. All right. Interesting. It's not bad. Not bad. Right. Um, we finally got him on, Kaylee. Oh, there we go. Yes, Kaylee. How, you right. How are you? Uh, so what else we got here? The film was shot on a set in Italy as it was cheaper to shoot there than in LA and it avoided the Screen Actors Guild. Oh, the, oh, oh. the location had also been littered with props from previous uh, with films like Barbarella and Red yeah. Sonja. So, oh, yeah. shit. Red Sonja too. So, you know, that's one I've never watched of the Conan series. Was Red well, it's not, even, not, well, it's not even Conan. Yeah, it's not. No, Conan. I know, but isn't it kind of in that universe? It is, but he's not Conan. Yeah, he's not Conan, and they never oh, he's talked not? about it. No, no the only reason why Schwarzenegger even did that is because he had a picture deal with Dino, and he's like, you have to do this, and your picture yeah. deal's done. So who was he in that film? Somebody else. I forget tra- what it, hold on, let me look at it. Just up. a big, beef, a big beefy A man. big Conan. He, I mean, he was Conan without being Conan. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, that's what it was. That's why I always assumed. I'm like, I'm, I thought he was always just coded in it, dude. I guess he's Lord. He's Lord Calador. Yes. There's theories that he changed his name, moved to another town. It's it's just not Conan. 
<laughs> Plain and simple. It's fucking Conan. I don't know. <laughs> Conan O'Brien. That's, that's what another story. <laughs> Continue, Brody. So, uh, cigarette smoke was used to create the smoky effects of the dolls being destroyed when their porcelain breaks, which is some of the fucking awesomest shit inside this film. And I'm glad they threw it in there because originally it wasn't in there. Oh, really? Yeah. So when the when the dolls get broken, there was nothing. They were just meant to be possessed or whatever it was. But then Stuart Gordon was like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna add this little skeletal system to it. Um, you know, like a humanoid underneath the porcelain to give it that effect." And it, I think, it's some of the best shit in the f- film. I reckon, especially yeah. when it starts bubbling like a little fucking snail. Yes, right? it looks great. Now, is do we get to see one that's unsheathed in the beginning? Is that what we see with its glowing eyes? In the basement, was that like yeah, that was weird? Because that was like, yeah, he definitely looked like he was all that like weird, like dark color, like they all were and shit like that, like that green, brown. I don't know what the fuck it was. Hmm. But What's Chad Rooney? He said he wants you to say skeletal system again. A skeletal system. Am I saying it wrong? <laughs> that fucking fuck. works. God damn you, Chad. (laughs) No, that's cool, though, man, because honestly, that's probably something where they saw it on thing and they're like, it looks good, but it just needs a little something. It can be better. Yeah, it needs a little bit more cheese on that or something. Yeah, that's that's the pasta where it's like, yeah, just a pound more, please. Right. I didn't say stop fucking grinding. You know what I mean? Like, let's keep going till I say stop. That's right. Um, oh, actually, I just covered it in our next fact here, so I'll skip oh, that one. Um, the film spent nearly a year in the editing room due to dull effects in post-production. Damn. Just to make yeah, sure. Yeah, I can see that, though, dude, yeah. with all the stop-motion shit. That takes a yeah. long time, obviously. Jeez. Uh, what else we got here? The film was initially unpopular with viewers, particularly Stuart Gordon fans, as it was more tame in terms of gore compared to his previous works like Reanimator. I think it still had fucking decent gore for the premise that we got. Yeah, I mean, dude, it wasn't bad. Like, yeah, no. The bear scene was nice and gory, and it that's kind of set the pacing for it. It toned yeah. it maybe down a little bit, but you still get some but, nice snail trails of blood and shit. Yeah, but I mean, how, how much gore can little dolls really inflict? You Bro, know, they like, were literally yeah. sawing ankles and no, biting I know, and stabbing. I, know, but, like, yeah. I mean, that, I feel it was good. Like, But they're not going to be absolutely. bashing brains in and shit, you know? Yeah, that's that's true. So I think for what the movie was, it was. enough girl, enough girl was there. Yeah, there was one scene where one of the dolls had the hammer to the mother's head. Oh, yes. that was the yeah. best, dude. That was like, yeah. like that thing, like whole body so swung, dude. It was yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. That was oh, fuck, dude. I still the saw to the ankle though. That that would piss oh, me off was... the most, just because like. <laughs> And they were on that bitch so fast with that dude, like she like she fought him off, and it was like, oh okay. She looked down, they're like, they were already like in there. She's yeah. like, ah, and it's like, <gasps> fuck man. They, even one of them tried to stick her in the spine, like Mick Taylor from Wolf Creek, you know Fucking the old a, bro. Yeah, it's like dang. <laughs> They well, didn't yeah, get that, the twist, but you know. that, <laughs> one fucking, that one fucking doll just came flying like. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, so We don't have thing. to do all these, Brody. By the way, I know Chad always like gets a a thick about and then kind of like scrolls through them. So if there's any specific ones that you've seen that you want to really go through. Yeah, I might. Uh, yeah, I might just sweeten it a little bit, uh, yeah. shorten it up a bit. Um, so Stuart Gordon was at one point very interested in directing a sequel to the film. 
uh, yeah. the initial storyline would have followed Judy and Ralph back to Boston after making it out of the mansion alive, where Ralph would have indeed married Judy's mother and they would all become a family. And one day Judy would receive a box set from England that would contain the toy makers, Gabrielle and Hillary as dolls. What? Oh, we need yeah. that. Yep. Yes. See, I was expecting without read, like I was expecting she would almost get her dad, like Mr. Punch. No. Yeah. Or, but like or he, the doll makers is dolls. Well, see, see this this adds to oh so, sorry um I just want to quickly say this uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so this adds to the the mythology of like them actually um p- uh, possessing their their own spirit into dolls that whole yeah. spirit thing so you know maybe the, the wife was going to get sick and he was like oh well, I better put you into a doll so you can live forever type thing if you know what I mean just sort of it just sort of had me thinking that what I was saying about early with the spiritual thing for the dolls with Mr. Punch, because he doesn't have that skeletal system. And, um, <laughs> you know, it just sort of, yeah, it made me think that that adds a little bit more layer to the depth of the mythology of this story that they were able to, for the sequel, you know, put Bro, spirits they're, into dolls. They're full up Mary Shaw, man. Like at that point. Uh, yeah. They're but, uh, true. True. That's fucking yeah. That would have been cool because, like, yeah. So she gets the doll makers, but like, where do we go from that? You know what I mean? Like, do well, the doll makers like try to possess different humans? Or I even just thought of it instead of her like getting the doll makers, I thought it was they like say passed away and she inherited their house and all those dolls, like so Charlie like, well, the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, so it's like, so what do you do with all of this? <laughs> a golden ticket to the shit show. I was. That would suck. That would like, that would suck, dude. Like if you were in, if you inherited a house of evil dolls, but you had to continue on what you were doing to keep the dolls satisfied by like <sighs> trapping fucking randos there and shit like that. That'd be fucked, dude. Or the end of it all is it's you have like to find a way. If somebody were to inherit a house that had like a fucking crazy like relative living in the basement. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Texas 3D, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Don't worry. Actually, the house. I think you're no, talking about the the uh, the boy. Did you ever see that? Oh, I yeah. have not. No, that was good. I, I still I like to, that one. I still have to watch it. I mean, it wasn't one like a bad. great, great movie, but it was it was decent. Oh. Hmm. It's not too bad. Interesting. Part what two. else we got, buddy? What else we want to throw in there? If there's anything else. Um, because Empire Pictures wanted the film to be more like Stuart Gordon's previous film, Reanimator. Additional gore footage was shot for the death of Rosemary. Oh, one shit. shot was filmed where the uh, one doll used a pitchfork to pull out some of her intestines. Um, the what? footage was eventually scrapped when the filmmakers decided that the scene didn't really fit the tone of the film. Bullshit. Oh, I mean, fuck you, oh, yes. man. It kind of doesn't, but I want but it. We want it. Yeah, but I yeah. want it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually. I would dig- I would disagree because Teddy literally rips off a fucking arm yeah. in the beginning and fucking mauls the dad in the face like and eats him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, why not, dude? Give us the intestine. Fucking it. It better be a deleted scene on the new arrow release that's coming out. Ooh, that'd be cool. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be awesome. fucking cool. Um, what else we got here? The filmmakers made young Carrie Lorraine uh watch Bunty Bailey get into makeup for her death scene to ensure that the child wasn't traumatized. That's yeah, good. Fair, yeah, fair enough. 
Ooh, here's a good one, dude. If you don't mind, I'll take this one. Yeah, yeah, you're on that. So the dolls in the film have various different origins explaining their ability to come to life. Mr. Punch and the toy soldiers are controlled by witchcraft magic of Gabriel and Hillary. Some of the dolls obviously used to be immoral humans that were transferred into the dolls to pay for their crimes, which explains why some of them have organic skeletons underneath, as such as we talked about. And some of them are also fairies, which explains why their bodies burn and smoke after being whipped oh, by a needs metal, metal belt. <gasps> That's oh, cool. Wow. As fairies okay. have an adverse reaction to Mary and Iron in folklore. Oh, oh shit. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, good, a good one. meaning there. Oh, yeah. yeah, Chad Daddy. Thank you for that. I like that. Maybe and I should have read that before I went on that rant. <laughs> no, dude, that's no, no. We, we need the rant because we don't know until we get to the behind the scenes. Yeah, man. Like I didn't, I didn't proofread these by any means, dude. But like Chad, Chad said, said, you said, were kind of right. Yeah, he, he kind of right. That. Yeah, that's fucking literally. And that's why we get to that shit, dude. All right, what? How about one more, and then we'll call it for the uh, behind the scenes. There. Actually, I've got one of my. Well, Go I just ahead. sort of wanted to um, throw in there that I'd seen just recently. So I watched an interview um, with Charles Band, uh, actually interviewing John Carpenter, and John Carpenter asked uh, Charles Band, the producer of this film, well, who was the most difficult person that he'd ever worked with? And Charlie Band um, said that uh, Klaus Kinski, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Klaus Kinski. We do a whole episode of him on LCE. Uh, oh, anyway, he's very he's very notorious for being an absolute prick on set to directors, everyone. Like he was an absolute bastard. Anyway, so Charlie Band was uh, producing this over in Italy. Um, he was shooting three films at the exact same time uh, on three different sound stages in these big studio that Dino Damn. De Laurentiis one he bought. Uh, one was Trolls, one was Dolls, and the other was Crawl Space, and they were all shooting at the exact same time. So when you watch this film, Dolls, uh, uh, Crawl Space and Trolls was being filmed. Um, so everything was going smooth until Claus Kinski pulled a knife out on director David Schmoller, who directed Tourist Trap and Puppet Master 3, um, because Kinski wasn't happy with one of the close-ups. So in between Dolls, Trolls, and Crawl Space – the producer had to actually go down and sort out Kinski because he had the director by the collar and he pulled a knife out on the director. And he's like, why are you doing this, Claus? And Claus is like, because the framing's not right of my character. And how how fuck's that? So while this was all happening, like while Dolls was being filmed, all this shit was going on on the other soundstage. So he was in between trying to sort everything out like i'm not saying sometimes like an actor doesn't know like when they could do a take better or something like that but to come in and give like cinematography fucking like shit like that especially that for wow dude that's fucking insane yeah that's a little more than insane Sorry, a bit of a sidebar there, but I just no, sort of wanted dude, to say fucking... while this was getting filmed that something gnarly was happening on the outside at the same time Dude, it's that's fucking, crazy that just crazy. like on all those sound stages, like them three movies. I mean, I'm obviously that shit goes on all the time too, I'm sure, but you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of fucking cool. I love I love when you watch the interview, John Carpenter's like laughing about it because he's like, Oh, Mr. Kinski, I know what he's all about. Like you definitely Jesus have to suss it. It's on YouTube. It's fucking no shit. that's that's why Good Carpenter's stuff. the best. He's just like, I wanna know, and uh I'm gonna laugh about it. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's fantastic. All righty. Well, let's see. 
We'll throw one more behind the scenes in, and we'll wrap. We'll close these cheeks. Um, Absolutely. Rubber inflatable prosthetics were used to create the effect of David turning into a doll. A punch doll mask was made of rubber and fitted to uh, Ian Patrick Williams. Was also used to show the full transformation. So I like that at the end, dude. Especially when uh, it was like that weird, like yeah. when he screaming and shit. His transformation was was gnarly. I liked it. Painful. That too. Well, p- painful to watch, but you know, wonderful to see the jackass. You would hope it's a little painful, dude. Like that dude does. Yeah, you know. fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All righty, homies. That's enough for behind the scenes. Thank you, Chad Daddy, once again for those, and thank you, Brody, for reading all those. Let's see, uh, all right, on to the general questions, gentlemen. What format did you watch this on? To be awesome. Amazon Prime. Oh, all right, Brody's the eyeball douche of the film. Everybody the but the main four the dad, <laughs> the dad, what's the mother? I, well, I mean, like, I want to give it to the couple, but yeah. man, I feel like the dad takes way bigger of a because, like. She's not blood related, and I'm not no, saying that gives her a reason to be a douche, but he's her legit dad. Yep, and he so. was a bastard. So fair play, fair play. <sighs> yeah, the the backhand did it for me. I was like, yeah, no, go fuck yourself, buddy. Like right there. <laughs> all right, but all good picks nonetheless. Um, because honestly, when she threw her the teddy bear away, I was like, ooh, she's getting douche of the movie. Yeah, and then like. <laughs> That that was enough for me there. All right, favorite kill. Um, well, we didn't really get a kill because every. I mean, I guess we kind of did. Well, no, we we did. still get turned into dolls regardless. But yeah, favorite I would have to kill. say kill wise. I mean, not a kill, but yes, the transformation of the father. Teddy's rampage. Ooh. Even though it was a dream kill, fake out kill. All I'm right. going Teddy's rampage. That's fine. I gotta think. Um, I mean, honestly, I have to go with the. St- I don't know if she really. I can't remember how she like died. Died, but I want to at least go with the full attack on the stepmom. I guess if that counts, I don't. I don't know. It's it's a weird scene because they shoot it and then in the edit they just sort of have her jumping out the window. It's like a real weird transition. Oh, that's right. She did it's jump like, out the window. But apparently, in the commentary, they said that that was meant. That was actually written in the script how it all plays out. It was just a real weird thing to watch throughout the edit. But yeah, the audio commentary they said no, that's exactly how we wanted it. So it was okay. What so did you was, want? It was fucking. Weird. So I guess it was supposed to look more accidental, so that way they still don't know it's the dolls. I guess. Yeah, it was extremely mm. weird. I mean, if they got all that strength, I would have had it like they threw her out the fucking window. Not yeah, right. Yeah. It. I mean, did we see any direct? kills because even like the madonna girl gets dragged in we do we do those little soldiers shoot that sheila oh yeah they sit oh yes yes all right you know what i'm gonna give that one because that was a cool that was a cool scene we definitely got some nice blood spurts in slow-mo for sure yeah. i will agree with you i forgot i forgot about that that yeah. was good especially the little like trumpet dude and the little like i love the little fucking full sound effects like oh, oh. And what makes it even better is because she's a pommy and those soldiers are pommies. Pommy soldiers. And oh, they, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I thought it was a nice little nod. Honestly, man, if I had to get turned into a doll, I'd want to be a, I'd want to be one of the soldiers, the toy soldiers. Yes. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'll be the trumpet one. That's fine. I just want to be one of them. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Pl- 
I just don't want to be a porcelain doll, man. Like, nah, fuck that life. <laughs> You'd have All such right. a great complexion. Yeah, right. Best scene. Teddy's oh. rampage. Teddy's rampage again. <laughs> mm. uh, I would have to say the scene where Ralph and the girl are searching the house like first before everything kind of ensues. I like them searching around the hallways. I think I'm going to go with uh, Unibrow sneaking around because that's when we get the real good setup of the dolls just starting to fuck with her, like with the yeah. uh, music box. Like, I like that a lot. Those dolls are really creepy. And then obviously you get the fucking battering ram scene, which is great because like it's this weird <laughs> POV, but you still don't see the dolls yet, which is kind of nice. And then she gets dragged away leaving the snail trail, which personally I always love a good bloody snail trail. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. I think I'm going to have to go with that um, that Sheila up in the attic using, like, attacking the dolls, and we actually get to see the dolls for what they are underneath the porcelain. I really I really like that scene here. She starts, she takes her belt off and she hits the dolls. And then when their porcelain breaks, like I said earlier, you see yeah. like the bubble and yeah. and one's like screaming mummy. It's just, it's actually pretty haunting. It's, it's fucking intimidating. You know, and I still, I, I'm glad Chad Daddy put that thing in there about the fairies. Cause honestly, Ooh. like that would have never like, and she always kept calling them fairies too, but I just figured like, she just kind of called them that cause she they didn't know. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, whatever. But no shit, dude. I like that. All right. Everybody, so everybody's got a favorite scene? Bob, did yep. you get yours? Yes, I said mine. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw throw it on you during mid-yawn. That's um, okay. <laughs> uh, opening scene hook you in. Oh, yes. Yep. Well, I mean, the well, teddy bear scene near the start did. That's... I, mean, I don't think the opening scene really, because the opening scene is them just driving... Oh, that's and, right. And the mom almost, or the stepmom almost hitting the two girls and them getting stuck. Um, I was, still liked it though for comedic reasons of him like trying to push the, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. I, I kind of forgot. Shockiness. I forgot that the opening scene is not the Teddy kill, like just yet. Like, yeah, it's a little yeah. It's close. It is close, but it's, yeah. I'd um, say yes and no. I guess. Soft yes. Soft yes. Flaccid yes. I think what sells it for me is the little girl giving Jake back to the stepmother in the back seat. Ooh. Yes, she does. That was good. You're not my mom. Yeah. yeah. You're not my real mom. No. Ooh, that was good. Yeah, because you know what? Honestly, it's good setup for these characters because, like, instantaneously, even before she gets to the point where the mom, like, throws the bear out and shit, like, you're already getting a good setup for these characters of, like, okay, this family dynamic just sucks. <laughs> right dysfunctional yep this poor little girl all right most man, this is her most attractive character i don't have an answer for this <laughs> and i'm not on a girl i'm blonde no the, you know honestly if you just take, if, if you just take off the makeup i'm gonna probably have to agree with Steve. she's hot in the aha video i mean yeah no the short-haired one was in the aha right no not nah, nah, the blonde wait i thought that's it was the blonde, blonde. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, the blonde. Oh. Why did uh, I think, we wrote it the other way? All right, never mind. I'll take your word for it. I'm Either going, way, I'm still gonna go with her. I'm going with nobody. Even me and my girlfriend had this conversation. She's like, 
so who are you choosing? I'm like, nobody. So nobody for me. I mean, maybe Hillary. She's kind of hot for an older lady. <laughs> Dollar up a little bit. That that, that 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 goes by that goes by like one term of gum job. Like, no man, she's got that witch energy, bro. Like, <laughs> we got that witch I like how we're justifying. It. If she's a witch, she could probably turn herself to look younger. That's true. She probably. Oh, can. absolutely, bro. So hypothetically, her then. <laughs> She could turn herself into a sex doll. You're fucked up, but I like it. <laughs> they could turn you into a sex toy. They could turn me into a sex oh. toy. Yeah, yeah fuck the yeah, doll. That's for her, though. Uh, right? They'd be like, hey, meet Woody, and it's not uh, from Toy Story. <laughs> and here's Buzz. Buzz. Yeah. There we go. I'm Buzz. Alrighty. You're Woody. Okay, so did the score set the mood? Um, it's not like a all-out memorable score, but I feel like it sets that fantastical kind of feel for what this movie is. Absolutely, uh, I would... it feels like it's got toys incorporated throughout the score as well, like a little bit of a um, xylophone here and there. Yeah, um, just yeah. to give it that little fantasy element for children, I guess. Yeah, just like how Child's Play kind of does it. It's always like with a little xylophone or something like that. Like, yeah, I would give it a a soft yes. Okay. Um, I don't. Well, there was one song, and I don't know what it is, but you guys have a best song. There was that one that they played on the radio, but I don't even remember what the fuck it was, dude. No, I think it was just a. I think people just sort of conjured something together or it might have been like something of, oh, i don't know it didn't even sound like a proper song but it sounded fucking horseshit anyway so yeah it, it wasn't the best no no song Agreed. just loud noises so we can steal yeah. shit all right um so we'll throw that question away favorite character i'm going the doll maker and his wife dude like i gotta go with tag team of that man they were yeah i'm gonna they go were with- awesome i love their aesthetic I'm going to go with Ralph because he's just an everyday guy trying to be like, I don't know what's real and I'm trying to figure it out, but let's just go with it. I know that dude was doing a good thing. Everybody's like making him feel like the bad guy or pointing at him like the bad guy. Yeah. Even hmm. from the get girl, the girls are making him feel like shit. They're like, oh, you probably wanted to pick us up and have a three way. And he's like, <laughs> well, I'm just fucking picking you. Right in front of this little girl that I mind the last two. Like, yeah, let's keep talking about this shit, dude. Like, what the it's fuck? like, okay, guys, we've had enough of your shit. No, he was a good solid boy, man, for sure. Yeah, he was. Glad, glad he made it. Glad they did that right with the character. What do you got, I'm gonna, to, oh, uh, I'm gonna go with the couple. Um just I mean, they're a witch and a warlock, just living their best witchy warlock life. Fucking hey, dude. DKB. Um, I'll go a little bit different. I do as much as I do like them. Um, I'm probably gonna have to go with Judy. I loved how, like I said before, she was given cheek to the stepmother when she was able to. Um, but also really felt sorry for her at the same time. She was just really good with playing, like just the emotions on her face, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. really selling it. And also the line delivery and blocking. Um, oh, dude, her line delivery was great. Scene. Yes, it was fantastic to see. Um, I mean, because when you when you think about it in terms of directing kids, uh, usually kids rush that shit. Yeah. Um, especially with a film being on a tight schedule like most Charles Band productions. But I thought she absolutely fucking nailed it for what it was. Right. Um, yeah, 
fantastic stuff from Judy. All right. Was it scary? You know what? Little child Johnny yep. absolutely said yes. Uh, yep. Little me definitely would have said yes. It, it freaked yep. me the fuck out. I remember. I'll, I'll fully admit that. Adult me? No. I love it because it's a fun, good, like, just... Wholesome movie. It, <laughs> puppet mastery kind of style i how do i i, I like i don't want to necessarily put that on there but you know what i mean like but it's, it's but down, no, no. obviously same producer yeah same production yeah. company yeah definitely yeah. definitely you, you, you wouldn't be wrong yeah um okay does it hold up today i would say yes and no yeah yeah very yes middle. because it's a solid film still things effects wise maybe questionable yep because i feel like uh, obviously now unfortunately it'd be cgi but animatronics and everything have obviously also come a long ways and puppeteering too so i feel even still with puppeteering and stuff like that you could have a way more solid movie i don't think you'd have to stop motion so much anymore but That'd be your very, introduction. It's very rare that stop motion is even used. Probably doesn't even exist anymore. Mad God, which I've yet to watch oh. still, but I've heard crazy fucking things. I've, I've uh, sat through three quarters of it. It is very visually entertaining, but you yeah, really there's no cohesiveness. Right? Yeah, it's just pretty much just you're watching a 30-year movie that's just like, hey, this dude wanted yep. to do it because he could. It feels like a tool film clip. That's that's what I've heard. Movies. I've heard like yeah. it's a two hour fucking tool video, and I'm like, you know what, man? I'll take some fucking edibles and watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there's a, I heard there's like a lot of poop in there. A lot yes. of poop and baby vomit or yep. dicks. I don't fucking know. Yeah, there's Maybe some fucking body horror bullshit happening. It's fucking weird, but it's it's like I said, visually entertaining for what it is. Fair, fair. Okay. All right, I think that's on Shutter if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, how was the acting? I think it, for what everybody played, they spot on. I feel like the weakest out of them were the the two girls. The yes, they were they yes. were the weakest actresses because even the the little girl was great. Everybody else was spot on. Ralph's trying to be funny wasn't that. Yeah, it, it didn't hit that well. But. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't shit acting, you know. Uh, no. Um, it just seemed like he was like an an anxious dude who was just trying to make you know, yeah, decent with the situation at hand. No. The two that for me, uh, Judy and the doll maker. I thought doll maker's wife not so much. She so, sort of played that ditzy, oh, you know, like off with the fairies mm-hmm. herself. But the toy maker and Judy, I thought absolutely were fa- fucking fantastic in this oh, film. Yeah, doll maker was definitely solid. Oh yeah, <laughs> his his note reading at the end is the best. <laughs> and he's all- it's like. <laughs> like, like he goes like, through it, and it's like the dad wrote it, and then he's like, "Yeah, but what about the two girls?" Oh, oh P.S. yes, I forgot. P.S. Uh, we took them with us, and they're like, "Wait, can I see that?" <laughs> In other words, right. don't worry about it. That's right. Fucking loved it, dude. Nothing. That's not gaslighting by any means. <laughs> <laughs> it's called protection. That's right. That's right. Cinematography, gentlemen, how'd you feel about it? It had some good shots, but nothing to write an essay about. Yeah, like there was a couple. Like I, I think I mentioned before, POV shot of the battering ram. I dug that with her getting face slammed in the wall. That was a cool shot. Yep. 
drag shot. Uh, we mentioned obviously her getting turned into the doll up in the attic. That was nice little reveal. Yep. But yeah, there was other stuff that was just kind of eh. very very basic standard filmmaking, like a, right. a lot of my videos. But I still like the end shot of the house with that the next person yeah, with the next car. stalling. Yeah. You get that yeah. nice wide shot. You get to see how actually big the house is, where the road's set up a little bit more. Because you're like, honestly, you feel like where the couple where they get stalled, they're really kind of like they see the house, but it seems like it's way fucking farther yeah. than like what you get at the end. And it, maybe it was, but and you know what? Like, I got a question. Is it the owners? Like, do the owners, do they just go dig a pothole so people get stuck? Or is it just nature and it just happens? And they're like, eh, you know, if people come in, they come in. Fairies. 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 Yo, man, I don't, Steve, you might know this just because you know some of the stuff. What is it with fairies? Kaylee would know if she's still listening. Oh, yeah, Kaylee. For sure. Um, Where you see, like, almost like it looks like a little tornado starting up. It's supposed to be something with fairies. I've never heard of that. Yeah, dude, that's supposed to be like a fairy. I know the mushroom where, thing. Where, well, like some no, like when you you ever, see, I, I I don't know. It's something. There's different names for it, like a little like devil twister or whatever. But you ever see that dude where it's like in a yeah, little yeah. parking lot, a little dirt devil? Just, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly that's something to do with fairies too, and like the idea or the thought behind it was like, if you accidentally stand in that, you could get essentially abducted by the fairies by that. I want to try it next time. I know, dude. I always want. Like, every time yeah. I heard that, I was like, "But I'm like, I wonder if it's one of those situations where you got to do it where nobody else is around, or else it wouldn't work." If I'm you know not I mean? on the show next week, <laughs> Steve you floated away. Steve. <laughs> Steve, let them have you report back as to what's going on. Go live with the fairies. I bet Kaylee would definitely know what the fuck I'm talking about. Damn, I wish you. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. And last. Main question: Did we like the premise? Killer doll, yeah, dude. Absolutely. Killer dolls, absolutely. Fantastic. Chad, I need a full tornado. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fairies. That's just the weather god. That's Fuji. <laughs> um, all right, gentlemen. Recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? Rewind. Rewind it. Rewind. Don't don't remake. I would not. I wouldn't mind uh, maybe a remake, but I don't know how well it would. Or a reboot. Give us the sequel. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Do the sequel, but a give requel? us original material, Hollywood. Sorry. A requel. Yes. All right. I, I can dig that. Brody. Okay. So, like, what if you did do a continuation, but, like, what if, like, now it's just somebody, like, breaks into the house because they just see this abandoned house on the road and they're like, yeah, what the fuck's this? And it could well, just be yet. dolls because the old lady and the old man are already dolls. Yo, let's put a fucking crazy flip on it, dude. Let's send in ghost hunters that think it might be a haunted house. Oh, shit. And do the shit. But then it turns out it's the fucking actual, like, fucked up dolls. I love it. I think that'd be cool. Judy has grown in the house. She now practices witchcraft. I'd be, I'd be fine with that, too. See, I'd like this film to be a little bit more shorter and then have the sequel idea play into it as well. Where would you, what would you cut out if you wanted a little shorter? Where'd you I think? mean, I would, I, I would cut out, I, look, they go into the house, the dolls get straight to the killing, none of this pussyfooting around, straight into it, and then have like maybe potentially the effect on Judy that it's taken emotionally, 
and then have it push forward into the future a little bit more and then have it that these dolls rock up on a doorstep and then all this trauma and paranoia starts coming back, really get into the character development of like emotions. And then maybe that she has to actually go back to the house where it, all this shit happened as a traumatic experience as a kid and then play it with the idea that she ends up inheriting the house and then she ends up doing the witch magic or whatever the fuck you want to call it, all that sort of stuff. Now, if Ralph, let's say if like she does uh, pimp out her mom to Ralph yep. and that works out like Ralph knows what the fuck was up. You know what I mean? Like I feel like he would be able to help her kind of get through some shit. Yeah. But at least she was kind enough to understand like the dolls were alive and everything. So yeah, her inheriting the house would make the most sense. Yeah. But would she be, you know, like would that character, even as an older character, would be okay with, you know, turning other people in the dolls or would like, it would have to be like something that would like almost make her get to that point, I guess. Well, well yeah, that's interesting. Fuck. I never even, yeah. Cause like, not that they come off evil, but clearly they are into witchcraft. You know what I mean? So like this little girl, what would make her turn into that route where they, she's st- like, is it only just to punish the wicked? Is that all that they ever do? Cause I mean, I guess if they're kind of like Steve said, vigilante mm-hmm. justice, I guess you could, you know, toe that line. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe something happens to Ralph to the point where she, yeah, I look, I fuck. I never really even thought about it. It's maybe, pretty... maybe they would go back to England or something because she inherits the house. Ralph goes with her. Some bad people like kill Ralph or hurt Ralph or something. And so that's what motivates her to start. You know what? Yeah. I could, I would, I could go with that. That would give a good catalyst for it. I would oh. hate to see Ralph die, but at the same yes. time, like it would be a good, you know, it's probably it doesn't have to be Ralph. You know what I mean? Right. But somebody that was close to her dies or they get murdered or something by these people. And so she's to, to get revenge. Essentially. She uses the dolls in the house to, or it's both her mom exactly and Ralph revenge. die. I think it would have to be that because Ralph becomes a very integral part. So I, th- I think it would have to be him because then that would make us, it would make it progress. Or have the sequel that they were going to do, have these two little fucking do- dolls or uh, witch and the warlock running around Boston, turning other people into dolls and they create yeah. a massive fucking army in Boston of dolls just slowly trying to take people over. That'd be awesome, dude. Actually, I that would be cool. That, that would be... That- all right. And then have yeah, have some twist on it or some shit. Okay. Gentlemen, we we're gonna rate this bitch. Did we ever get one from Chad Daddy? I, I know he said he was gonna no. try, but he might have he might have Chad, what's your rate? Chad, if you have a rating, if you're still listening, homie, send us a rating. If not, that's okay. Scuba, start us off, bud. What do you want to give dolls? I'm giving it a three. Solid three. Solid three. Oh, Chad Daddy does have one. Chad Daddy's giving it a three point five. So we'll throw that on the list there too. Be from Scoobs, Bobby. Uh, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna agree with Chad. A three point five. It's right there in the middle. All right, three point five, Bobby. Top of Ganga Kanga Banga. What do we got, buddy? Oh, I'm gonna be a little bit biased and go with the four. Yeah. Or all right. And I'm gonna give this a solid three for me. It's yep. It's still more than half. Yeah. But it's a very entertaining fucking movie. So let's divide that bitch by half. That would be a 3.4. 
for I'm 1987's Dolls. All right. That's very nice. Absolutely. No, that's, it's a it's a fun film, dude. I was mm-hmm. almost gonna have my I wanted my daughter to watch it, and then my gen then my wife's like, she's not gonna <laughs> sleep in her room tonight. All righty. So next week, which will be March 27th, we are actually covering what we talked about earlier this week or in this episode, and that would be from beyond. Ooh. Yes. Fuck yeah. Let's see where we Very can nice. find that bitch. I've uh, never seen it. Uh we should be able to find it on Shutter has it, I think, right now. It's on Tubi for free. Pluto Tubi. for free. Yep. And uh yeah, man, we get some more Jeffrey Combs. We get Ken Forey. It's gonna be good fucking. And this is this is not Jeffrey Combs from uh oh my god, reanimator. Not, not that character, but still Austin Jeffrey Combs nonetheless. Yeah. And more Stuart Gordon. Yes. Yeah. And this is still, if I'm not mistaken, it's still in the wheelhouse of Reanimator, if I'm not uh whereas uh, like ori- no, as from like original story wise, that's all from um uh oh my fuck, dude. Who wrote the uh HP Lovecraft? Lovecraft, thank you. But from beyond is the one where it's more about like photosensitive light creatures and shit, right? Or like uh, they can see a, a dimension or something. Like it's, it's basically it's about time. basically, well, in broad terms, the overstimulation of the penal gland. Something pineal. Pineal. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Bob. Okay, I was confusing a different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that's right. All right, sweet dude. So from beyond, hell yeah! Excited to see that one. All right. Um, okay. Is there anything nerdy, gentlemen, that you guys need to discuss or want to discuss? I got nothing. Uh, I got well, one thing. The new Ghostbusters started filming today. Yes, it did. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited oh, for that. Don't forget, boss said. Yes, we'll do that. Before, I was going to say that. I'll do that, too. Um, let me pull that up to make sure I say everything correctly on that. Uh not necessarily nerd news, but it is nerd news for you pod, your Project Louder nerdist out there. But uh, Bossman and Nick Benson are going to be at um, Cinema Wasteland next weekend in Ohio. So nice. If you nice. are out and about in that area, fucking go over there and give them a shout. Um, check out Project Louder. I'm sure that there's going to be more popping up from that from the boss man i imagine but once again him and nick benson from hypodermic which is another awesome show on this network uh yeah we all theater so check them out in ohio um let's see anything else nerdy i feel like there was something and i'm uh, fucking well, right now. well i know i mean we were talking about scream but i will say this because it's good for scream and the horror genre uh, Scream 6 just became the fifth Scream movie to pass the $100 million mark. So uh, as much as we could be divided on it, congratulations to the movie for making it past that mark so far. Like I said, man, I'm still down to support horror and theaters, man, for sure. Because that's I, the only way we're going to keep getting it, too. I so. will support horror until I'm dead rotting in a box. So, However, the next big one that's coming out in theaters yeah. I have all oh, fucking oh, evil, evil Dead Rise. Yeah, we only um, got a couple weeks away. 
they yeah. they didn't they did a special screening what what show yes, was they it? did they yeah. did do a special screening at south by southwest yep and somebody in a scream mask stood up and said this movie fucking sucks yeah that's and also the person who's a bruce model. campbell told him to go fuck himself and get the fuck out yeah person in a scream mask says it's fucking so, sucks the yeah, only okay. thing the only thing that worries me about this about evil dead rise is rotten tomato gave it a perfect fucking score Whenever critics give a horror movie a perfect score, I am very weary about it. It, because, it feels like it's paid advertising at yes. that point. And so once the audience scores come out, if you know, right, that's what I pay more attention to the audience score. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I'm going to go watch it regardless. You know, yeah. it's fucking Evil Dead. I'm going to go watch it regardless. But the fact that they're pushing that it, oh, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes puts a bad taste in my mouth because I fucking hate Rotten Tomatoes See, already. And I'm yeah. glad you're that cuz cuz it smells like fish. Yeah. It smells like fish, dude, because it's like no, bro. No horror movie has ever come out, let alone any movie mostly with a 100% rating across the board. No. No. <laughs> Buddy Melt. Oh yeah, yeah yes it did. <laughs> no. No. I I mean, I never go based on really very many reviews. I don't pay attention to Rotten Tomatoes. So I just, I'm going in with it like, look, I'm going in, this is Evil Dead. If I get what's Evil Dead and some new things that are really good to this, I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to like it. Maybe they're mixing it. Maybe it's going to be a full bag, dude. Maybe they're going to mix it with some elevated horror, dude, with some old school fucking just like nastiness with the 2013 grime. And I don't know, dude. Maybe it is the full fucking package, bro. I don't know. I we'll I hope I I would love it if it is. I mean, and it's a it's a whole new ball game. We've never had Evil Dead in the city, so we'll see what that's, happens. That's why I'm like, as a as a series, we know series have went to cities before, but for that series, for a city, all I smell is all out mayhem. See, I I kind of almost hope it goes to that point where you like the whole movie is gonna feel like it's contained. Into in that apartment, building. yeah, right. Until the end, and then you get some pan out where it'd be like almost like dead space, where you see like the artifact just fucking over the entire fucking city, and you're like, oh fuck, this is yeah. much worse. Dude. Or it's gonna be like, or it's gonna be like the alternating to Army of Darkness, and it's like, oh shit, we're in a whole another dimension. I love the I love the director's ending, dude. I know a lot of people don't, and it would have totally ended the series for that reason. But yeah. I don't know, man. And, it just it also made sense for that. Imagine, imagine for a fact that this is in the same universe as Army of Darkness because there is three books in Army of Darkness and yep. Bruce Campbell did say that they are out there somewhere. The three books of the yeah. Necronomicon are out there. So imagine if at the end of this film, you go outside, there's the whole apocalypse happening in the city. This is the exact same time that Bruce Campbell wakes up in that deleted scene of Army of Darkness oh. and he sees the fucking city turning to shit. Dude, imagine if that was cool. the time. So wait, I, I, sorry, I was just reading Heather's thing. Heather, you didn't like 2013 with Mia? I yeah, thought Mia was awesome. Yeah, I was, dude. I was ready it's to be awesome. like, uh, well, 2013. Like, well, I mean, that, she, that she was, was kind, of, kind a, of a different protagonist because she was yeah. evil until like almost the last third of it. Yeah. So I don't. I get the kind of maybe that was. I, but see, I liked that change where she, oh, she wasn't evil, but then she turned evil, but then she turned bad. I, I loved that. Well, I like right because like yeah, they set up the brother to kind of be bruce campbell but let's be honest dude bruce campbell even in the first evil dead wasn't all fucking that mm -mm. You know what I mean? yeah exactly. he wasn't, he wasn't he wasn't ash then he was ashley and yeah he it was, was a totally different he was not ash he was an yeah. ash until part two right 
and he really didn't even fall into full ash roll until army of darkness, army of darkness baby that's what we call pillow talk baby <laughs> <laughs> fucking hey dude no that i cannot wait dude. for evil dad that's gonna be fantastic what's the release date on that again was april, april? it's the third 25th. week in april yeah dude, i'm going to see that opening night i'm gonna be like come on honey that's we're going so definitely that's coming out i'm trying to think was there anything else coming out nothing that stands out least to me so i got nothing i feel like there was one other horror news that i was gonna mention and i just i'm brain farting on that now so i apologize um well if you guys have nothing else i say we can wrap this shit up and we will call it a night let's do it all right scuba steve you want to start us off homie all right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, I'm your host with the ghost of Prince of the Paranormal, the Duke of the Dead, Lord Scuba Cabra, saying happy Persian New Year to all of you that celebrate Persian New Year. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, this is your killing machine, Bobby and Moan, saying join us next week for From Beyond. Have a good night. That's it. This is your doppelganger, Kanga Banger, all the way from the land down fucking under, saying thank you for having me again, gentlemen. It was a blast. Thanks for being um, here, homie. Yeah, and thank you, Chad, in the comments for thanking me for jumping on today. And, yeah, I hope everyone out there in Radio Land has a fucking fantastic week, weekend, and I shall catch you mother lickers next week. Hell yeah. And I'm your Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D, reminding you once again, if you are out in Ohio, check out Cinema Wasteland. Look for the boss man, Mr. TJ Bowser, and Mr. Nick Benson from Hypodermic from this beloved channel and uh go say hi give them a smooch take a picture tell them they suck whatever dude just interact <laughs> with them go say hello give Stop them the love what? yeah don't tell tj no <laughs> <laughs> but no go say hi go check them out check out the event good to have a good time but uh once again thank you gorehounds for joining us for uh, another fantastic episode this was 1987's Dolls. Like Bobby said, join us next week for From Beyond. And with that, adios, cheese bags. And remember, stay fresh. Beach Big waffle. dicks. <laughs>